Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. And today we are talking about, are you taking time for yourself? But before we jump into that first, I apologize. My voice does sound different. It's because I kind of lost my voice uh, while on vacation, screaming on roller coasters. So (laughs) it is slowly coming back. So I apologize if it cracks if it sounds different, uh, cause it does. And hopefully it is still nice to listen to and not annoying. Um, but yeah, so, uh, also I do want to invite you over to my Instagram to say hi, to get to know me. I want to get to know you. Um, I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo, or if you'd rather send me an email, you can do that at real positive girl podcast at gmail.com. All of that information is available in the show notes below. So I'd love to hear from you, get to know you, become friends online. That would be fantastic. But again, um, I just, again, I apologize for my voice, but let's get over that disclaimer and just jump right in. Again, we are talking about, are you taking time for yourself? So I have a problem with setting some unreasonable expectations for myself definitely something I've shared with you guys a lot before. Nothing new if you've been here for a while. Uh, But yes, unreasonable expectations. I still struggle with this a little bit. And a lot of those expectations are based on not wanting to disappoint others. (laughs) That is like the genuine, most common root of the problem, which gets me in some trouble because I end up not taking breaks, you know, not, you know, taking time for myself because The idea of letting others down like really crushes me. It crushes my soul, my heart. It is something that will sometimes keep me awake at night, which sounds kind of ridiculous and a little dramatic and wrong, right? And it is. It's all of those things. I can clearly accept that that is the truth, yet it still plagues me because we're all in this continual um, journey of you know, changing, growing, becoming our best selves, right? So we're not going to just one day learn it all, have it all down pat, and then be able to have the most perfect life ever. No, we're continuing to grow and evolve. So, you know, a lot of this, of course, is about not properly setting personal boundaries. I talk about personal boundaries a lot. I'm going to talk about it a lot more uh, soon because I think it's going to be like one of the cornerstones of the things that I will coach and teach about. Um, And especially over like on Instagram and on the socials, because it is something that I feel like a lot of people kind of know the surface of, but maybe not know how to actually impart in their life. So look forward to that. Another reason to come see me on Instagram, but it is a lot about not setting personal boundaries, you know, and also like letting my anxiety get the best of me, worrying about other people's judgment feeling like I could be getting behind and like whatever I'm doing. So that could be like work or school or housework or projects or whatever it is. And thinking I just don't deserve the time right now, right? That can definitely be one of those excuses that we come up with. We just don't believe that we deserve it. And that could cross over to so many things. We can believe we don't deserve to take time for ourselves. We can believe, we can actually believe we don't deserve to be happy or experience joy, or to be comfortable, or to have this, that, or the other, you know what, in our lives. And, you know, uh, among the lists that I just gave to you about 
what a lot of the root causes of this is, I'm sure there are many more reasons we could all come up with. But in the end, they don't really matter, right? They're just excuses. Excuses don't matter. You can continue with your list of excuses and be like, these are reasons when they're actually excuses. They're things that you can overcome. They're things that you can push through. You just choose not to because of a myriad of different emotions that are plaguing you that you either don't know how to overcome, push through, deal with, or you do and you're just not doing it for whatever reason. So it's it's tough. And but I want you to know that I know it's a little bit of like like tough love there. Like these are a bunch of excuses. You should really look into that and evaluate if you have any real concrete reasons. Like actual reasons that are getting in your way that are not allowing you to take time for yourself. Like real things. In all the lists I just gave you, those are not real things, <laughs> just so you know. Um, but, you know, I don't like the idea of people thinking I am weak or lazy. It is. It bothers me, which is silly because we cannot control what other people think about us, what they say, like how our first impression comes across. We can do everything that we can do on our end, but it still may not make a difference to other people. You know, yet me, you, others, we are so concerned with how people view us. Like me not wanting people to think I'm weak and lazy. Because I used to be this person that was busy and go, go, go all of the time. All of the time. My husband would comment on it often because he's like, you're never home or you're always going or, you know, you're like the flash, your hair and the hair everywhere. And, you know, but I would get complimented for how much I got done how efficient I was with my time, and how I kept it all together. And, you know, when you get those kind of compliments, you like them, and you want to continue to do whatever you're doing that people are complimenting you on because it feels good. It feels nice. It feeds the ego. You know, it it makes it feel so good. And you're like, I don't want this to go away, especially if you have not experienced a lot of that, which I hadn't. And that was like my whole life. It was like my life was based on the achievements that other people saw and getting complimented for them and believing that was my whole identity, all of my self-worth, which it wasn't, it's not, but that's what I believed. Um, But, you know, despite getting complimented for these things and keeping it all together, spoiler, I didn't keep it all together. I didn't. It's amazing how we can convince people the way we act and what we say and how we compose ourselves and really convince people that we are one way when inside we are crumbling down to the ground. We are a volcano erupting. We are going down in flames. We are that meme of the head dog and the fire and just being like, I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. When the whole world is kind of like burning down around you. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't keep it together. I just hid my freakouts really well, like so well. I'm like the queen of the mask, queen of pretending, putting on a facade because it's just how I grew up, kind of like what I was taught to do and how to um, protect myself, stay alive (laughs) and get through my life growing up. But there came a time 
in my life, in the last like three years, I'd say, that I was forced to slow it all down, like all down. And I know a lot of us recently have had to slow it down because of what's happening in the world, which, you know, as crazy as that is, we can kind of see that as a blessing as, again, how crazy as that sounds, because it it has forced you to slow down and take the time that maybe you weren't taking. But for me, it started before that. Um, I just like, I hit a breaking point where my mental health got so messed up because I cared more about how I looked to other people. Again, just having that facade, placing that mask on like a pair of designer sunglasses, which you know I don't own, but I'm just saying. And getting praise for being the mom that does it all. Then, you know, instead of taking care of my mind, taking care of my mental health, taking care of what's actually important, what actually is going to help me be stable and continue on the journey of, you know, achieving the goals and dreams that I have for myself. But I want you to know, probably something you already know, but I want to emphasize that the praise isn't worth it. And I still struggle with this every single day, especially being on social media. I'm so, I'm sure a lot of us do where you're like, I want people to notice me. I want people to like my things. I want people to comment. I want to have all the followers. I want to be liked. And we all have a desire to be liked and accepted. And, and, and some of us, like me, you know, I'm not ashamed to say, want like some that praise really pads your ego, makes you feel good, makes you feel important, makes you feel like you are something and someone when you already are something and someone. But the respect you get for appearing to be, and I definitely want to emphasize appearing to be superhuman or the fake appreciation and the popularity for appearing perfect, because perfect does not exist, all of that is garbage. It is flaming, hot, juicy garbage that no one needs. It doesn't, like, all of that doesn't take you anywhere real. It it becomes harder to wear this mask each and every day, I can tell you from firsthand experience. And I'm sure many of us would say the same. They're like, yeah, it does. It becomes harder. You have to do even more to wear this mask and pretend more and more every single day, and you will end up running yourself ragged into the ground, crashing and burning. You will. Even if it hasn't happened yet, even if you're like, no, I've been keeping it up really well. It's been fine. Yeah, just wait. And I know that sounds negative, but it's the truth. There is an end in sight. (laughs) There is a crash landing that is going to happen, okay? It's worth it to take a break, even if all of the surface level stuff that you're loving, that's making you feel good, I get it. But even if all of that goes away, even if it all goes away, it is totally worth it to take a break, take that time for yourself, put yourself first, which again, I get it. It's really hard, especially when you haven't been doing it for like your whole life. If you put everyone else in front of you for your like whole life and you have to start not doing that anymore, it's tough. It's also tough for all those people that are used to being first in your life. They will also have to adjust. It will not be easy for anyone. (laughs) Some people will take it a lot easier. Other people will not. Relationships, some will struggle. These are just real situations and things that will have to be dealt with. 
unfortunately. But the positive is being able to finally look at you and figure out what needs to be done, what has to be fixed, what needs to be healed, what needs a break. It's so good. So I recently went on vacation, like I said, stop with my family, and we went to Disneyland. It was fantastic. We did it for Christmas so that it was just like a fun experience kind of gift for each other. It was really good. We had never been as a family during Christmas time, and it was perfect. Um, But yeah, I went on vacation, and I didn't prep any podcast episodes before I left. And, you know, if you are someone that listens to every single episode, you'll probably notice that by looking at the dates and like, you're like, yeah, Sabrina, you didn't have one on Friday or you didn't have one on Monday. I did not. And I understand how this is like, this podcast is pretty evergreen. So if you're listening to this like five years from now, yeah, you may not notice that, but there was a gap. Um, I didn't make the time to record those two episodes because I had work and family stuff to do and those things were my priority. Even saying that out loud is a little tough for me, but I did make that decision. I felt kind of bad about it because I knew I was letting some people down, especially people that listen to every single episode, that like the show, that they have told me that it helps them. That is all great, right? Or even people that may have been looking for something and and I wasn't there to be found. Because I didn't record a topic of someone was looking for it. You know what I mean? Um, and I and I, I knew I was letting some people down. Maybe not that many. Maybe not as many as I was thinking that I did. Um, but I had to make peace with it because that is where I fit in time for myself. I needed time for myself before we went on vacation. I had no desire to push myself to the brink of stress before I went on vacation. A lot of times in the past, that is exactly what I would do. And I feel like a lot of people would be like, well, it's worth it because, you know, you push yourself and you get all stressed and then you go on vacation and then you can de-stress. But there are certain vacations where you de-stress and there are other vacations where you don't really. You're going to do something fun that can still cause stress. And that's kind of like where we were. We took our vacation a little slowly than slower than we normally would, especially for a theme park because we had already been there. And so we did kind of sleep in a little bit and it, it was a little bit less stressful, but it was still a lot because you're still on your feet most of the day, going to the park, riding the rides, eating the food, doing the things. So I did not, I wanted to be able to just like, you know, slowly <laughs> I like get ready mentally, physically for our vacation. I wanted to go and do it excited and happy, not stressed and worried. And pushing myself to the brink of stress would equate to stress and worry for me. And now I'm back from vacation, putting out new episodes like this one, and it's fine. Like it's all fine. I mean, maybe I lost some listeners or people that were into the show because there was that break. Okay. That's fine. Maybe they'll come back. Maybe they won't. I can't be concerned about that. That is their choice to make, and I'm not going to be mad about it either. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm not going to go check the stats to see. I'm just going to let it be. It's fine. I feel fine about it, and that's what matters. But the only reason this was an easy decision for me to make and be able to sit here and tell you that it's fine and it's whatever 
is because I had slowly been making this type of decision more and more, like as time has gone on. Baby steps. I talk a lot about how baby steps, we can take baby steps in our life. We don't need to just jump into everything. It doesn't have to be cold turkey. It can take days, weeks, months, years to warm up to something, to create that habit. It's fine. I know that it's helpful if you try to have the habit start and integrate it into your life a lot quicker. Sure. But if you need to take it slower, there is nothing wrong with that at all whatsoever. So think about that. The reason why this was so easy for me is because I've been continually building up to it. And the bottom line here is like you have to make time for yourself. You have to. You have to make time for yourself. You might think right now that you don't, but you do. (laughs) No one else is going to do it for you, right? You are responsible for you. You can't expect like your spouse, your partner, your friends, your parents, you know, your teachers at school, your bosses to be like, hey, it's time to take some time for you. It's time to take a break. Nope, (laughs) it's not going to happen. I don't care how caring and loving people are. If you were just on this dead set course to do all the things and not take a break and maybe they'll mention it to you, maybe they'll, you know, suggest it. But it's still up to you to make that decision and you should make it as much as you can. Even if it means letting others down. Even if it means needing to ask for help to catch up later. If you are going to get behind on something. You know, even if it means missing out on something. FOMO is real. I have a whole episode on it. If you want to learn more about that, fear of missing out can really mess with your, your anxiety and your mental state. Even having others cast their unimportant opinions on you, like saying that you're lazy or you're not dedicated or that taking a break for yourself is going to put you behind or make you less important or popular or blah, 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 whatever they're saying, or pushing through the anxiety of not constantly being on the go. I definitely wanted to talk about this and I think I want to talk about it for a whole episode too, like dealing with the anxiety of wanting to be on the go all the time when we know it would be better for ourselves to slow down. So let me know if you'd be interested in that again via email or Instagram. But, you know, I, I get why slowing down is scary. I feel like it's something we don't always talk about a lot because uh, we live in a hustle culture, especially here in the United States. Um, but it is scary. It means you have to actually look at what's going on around you. Like you, you have stopped spinning for a second and be like, whoa, wow. You know, you have so many blind spots when you're just going, going, going. But when you slow down, you start to see things. You start to understand what's going on. What is feeding into your life? What is affecting you, right? You see the good and the bad. Fortunately, normally people, I would say unfortunately, but fortunately you do, you get to see it all. But this is where the healing begins, right? When you start to slow down and see what's actually happening, where self-awareness starts, which is amazing because you understand yourself better and you can help yourself more and heal yourself better. And also how personal boundaries are built by slowing down. 
And let's not forget the most classic reason why you need to take time for yourself. Um, that taking time for yourself is also the only way you can have enough energy and attention to continue to help others without burning out. And no one wants to burn out, right? Uh, But we get dangerously close to it often because we do not take time for ourselves. So I want to leave you today with some quick ideas on how to make time for yourself if this is new for you, if you don't do this on the regular. So I'm just going to give you five quick tips on how to start this, and hopefully this will help you get on the train to taking time for yourself and integrating it more into your life so that it becomes a normal thing that happens on the reg without allowing other people's opinions and thoughts of you and your own shame and guilt bring you down. Okay, so number one, it's pretty easy. It is to leave work on time. Now, caveat, maybe you don't have a job right now, or maybe you like, uh, you're a stay-at-home mom, which is a lot of work. You can't really like leave work on time because you're just like going, going, going. But in regards to not having a job right now, maybe you will just like stop the things that you're doing, like whether you're looking for a job or maybe you're doing like schoolwork or maybe um, if you do have kids and you have someone that else that lives with you, like a partner or a spouse, and they come home, you can kind of like have this little break. So leaving work on time, not allowing yourself to continuously overwork yourself, not allowing yourself to be dragged into extra projects and things that need to get done. Really setting that boundary clear. No, I'm done for today. You know, every now and again, that's fine. Add those extra things in. But a lot of time, no, I'm done for the day. And that will allow you to have a little bit of extra time that you would normally just like let work like suck you back in. And you can take that time to do whatever you want. Take a walk, exercise, do whatever you need to do. Just take a breather and not constantly having to be on top of something. Number two, dedicate certain weeknights to yourself. So this would be like, okay, well, on Thursday nights, I am going to have dinner with my spouse or my partner or my friends or my family or my kids or by myself and just watch a movie. And, uh, or I'm going to sit down on the couch and have a snack and watch a show. And, you know, taking time for yourself, it doesn't mean that you have to do it alone. Um, if you would prefer to take time with your, your partner, your spouse, your kids or whomever, your friends, because you don't normally do that, then, and you're always sucked in by other things and do that, you know? Dedicate that time, dedicate those days, put it on the calendar, schedule it in your calendar online and be like, this time is for me or this time is for us. This is what we're going to do so that I can kind of take some time away from everything else that's taking over my life every day. Number three, schedule events in advance. So this would mean actually scheduling like events that cost money or maybe don't but actually scheduling it and holding yourself to that appointment, holding yourself to that event. So maybe you're going to buy concert tickets. Maybe you're going to buy tickets for a show. Maybe you're going to schedule yourself to do like a run or something, like a fun run or something. Maybe you are going to go to this exhibit or this show on this day or whatever it is. You're going to go on vacation out of town on these days. 
And that way you have it booked into your schedule. This is time I'm taking for myself. I am doing these fun things for me. This is going to be great. I'm not going to allow myself to get out of it unless there is an absolute crazy emergency. So actually putting your things in your calendar, not just work things, school things, whatever things, project things, time for yourself so that you get it done or put it on a to-do list. If you're that kind of person, I am that kind of person. (laughs) So you can check it off and be like, it's time for me. I got to do it and actually do. (laughs) Number four is to create routines with self-care time. So this would be like in the morning, if you have a morning routine where you take time to work out, that's what I do, or take time to meditate, pray, read a devotional, Bible time, uh, go for a walk where you're just like chilling. Maybe you're listening to a book. Maybe you're listening to a podcast. Maybe you're listening to music, whatever. Maybe you take time to read a book and that could be in the morning or maybe at nighttime where you take time to, you know, take a hot bath or shower or stretch or read a book, watch a show, whatever it is. Create a routine that has whatever you consider your self-care time that will help you take time for yourself that doesn't have anything to do with these like large, busy, crazy demands that you have most of the time during your day, right? And have those routines and don't let yourself get out of routine unless it's absolutely necessary or you're going on vacation or something like that. And that way that it's just worked into your schedule every day. So you're having that time for yourself and you're having that even balance in your life. That makes it a lot easier to deal with um, problems and struggles that come along and a lot easier to lean into joy and happiness when amazing things happen or vice versa. When hard things happen, it's easier to lean into joy because you're not overworked already, right? Think about that. It's like you're, you're... you're putting like savings in the bank for you to be able to deal with um, extra stress because you're taking time now to reconnect with yourself. Number five, and the last one that I have for you is to learn to delegate work to others. So this could be work, work, like if you have a job and having someone else help you or having just extending a task to them so that you have more time to finish your work on time and leave work on time. Or maybe you don't work, Uh, maybe you are a stay-at-home mom and that would be delegating tasks to your partner if you have one or even to older kids where there's things that you would be doing everything but there are reasonable tasks that your older child could do or your child if you only have one, like for me, and have them do it so that you're not feeling overwhelmed, not feeling like you have to do everything. So an example of this for me is I have a 13-year-old and I used to do her laundry along with everyone else's laundry, but we've recently split it up where... My daughter does her own laundry and my husband does some of his own laundry. And so I have already created so much more time in my life to work on something else, like doing the podcast or reading a book or doing research or whatever and building in time for myself. So whether it's in your personal life or it's in your work life, your student life, your whatever life, be able to delegate work to others, have them help out, help them Have them extend a hand so that you're not overworked, overwhelmed, and not able to fit in time for yourself. Okay, you guys. Well, thank you for putting up with my voice. And thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast again with me, Sabrina. I really hope that you enjoyed this topic talking about um, are you taking time for yourself? And 
please, I encourage you to connect with me on Instagram or via email and give me any topic suggestions you have. If you prefer me talk about something else, any questions, comments, concerns, progress, feedback, any of that, or just to say, hey, hi, and hello to me. Again, I would love to connect with you and become friends online. But until next time, have a good one, and I'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.